we always think that we're the ones that teach our kids what life is all about. But isn't it funny how they end up teaching us? Let me tell you a lesson my three-year-old daughter taught me about what celebrating your life is all about. I know you're gonna relate to it as a mom, and don't worry, it's a great lesson even if you aren't a mom. I can't wait to share it with you, so stay tuned. Hey friends, I'm Lindsay Ashworth, and this is the Celebration Effect Podcast, the podcast that gives you the tools and knowledge you need to stop living for the someday and start celebrating the now. Together, we'll celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls and realize that life is cause for celebration. I'm so grateful you're here. know I'm all about celebrating your life through party decorations and positivity. If you aren't following me over on Instagram at party decorations and positivity, you are truly missing out. But even though I push gratitude and all this mindset stuff on you through this podcast, I am only human, as you know. And I know that in life, things can test your patience, especially kids. I'd like to sit here and tell you that I am the ultimate shining example of what a mom should look like, that I am patient and kind all of the time and I never get pushed over the edge, but that would be a straight up lie because hashtag real life. In hopes that one day I will be rewarded by an extremely close and wonderful adult relationship with my now three-year-old daughter, I constantly strive to be a better mom, as I'm sure you do as well if you're a mom. And I keep learning the lessons and practicing the patience and visualizing our future relationship, but nonetheless, it still feels like my patience is tested every single day. Can you relate? A great example of this was a few months ago, I noticed that she started to get especially grumpy and tantrumy, if that's a word, just before bath time each night. So usually that's because we're stripping her of her favorite thing in the whole world, the iPad. <laughs> and judge all you want, but Mickey Mouse Clubhouse has saved my sanity on several occasions, so I'm not even sorry. <laughs> but needless to say, I wasn't handling the tantrums well. I was yelling and she wouldn't listen and then I had to bring in Aaron, my husband, as a reinforcement and I had to go into my room and cool down and it was all bad. And you know it's bad when you start seeing that she's yelling at her doll in the same way that you yell at her and you realize something has got to give, something has to change. Whatever the reason for her meltdowns, I turn to the one place that you always go for advice around kid problems, Instagram. (laughs) I pulled my followers over at Party Decorations and Positivity and asked what they do with and during excessive tantrums. I probably got the most responses ever because as moms, we love to give each other advice, don't we? (laughs) And I got all sorts of suggestions from all of you, from holding her down during a tantrum to providing her with rewards each night for a tantrum-free day to moms having no advice at all, but simply DMing me to say, I'm in the same boat and you're doing a great job. 
all sound advice and so great to be reminded that we're all going through the same issues and that I'm not the worst mom on the planet because we all need a little reminder here and there. Am I right? Up until that point, I'd just been using the tactic of taking things away. And in having a psychology degree, I know that this isn't the best tactic for behavior change. So I thought on it for a while and I said to myself, what am I always preaching right here on this podcast? To celebrate your life, of course. So then it hit me. You know how during the holidays, everyone is always saying that it's so fun to see Christmas through your kids' eyes? So why exactly is that? That's because kids see magic because they expect it. They are always finding ways to celebrate, aren't they? From singing at the top of their lungs, from the cart at the grocery store, and embarrassing the parents, to knocking down every book on the shelves at the bookstore, I mean, who doesn't want to do that, to having straight up dance parties in line at the DMV. Kids make the ordinary extraordinary. They make the mundane into magic. In fact, every time my daughter and I go for walks, she collects a ton of quote-unquote magic keys. Sure, to us, they're just sticks, But to her, they're pure gold that unlock the doors to an amazing castle in a far-off land. So with all that in mind, it suddenly dawned on me. I needed to make this time in our evening routine more fun. So mission, have more fun, was a go. And I was off to experiment. (laughs) That night I told Reagan that after dinner I had a super fun game to play. If you're a mom, you know that you gotta sell it, you gotta sell the game. The way you sell it is everything, right? So by the end of dinner, she was so excited to play this new game, she could barely stand it. Little did she know it was just a game of Simon Says. But guess what? The age old game worked. I would throw in a few Simon Says actions that she would find awesome, like Simon Says jump on your bed, or Simon Says quack like a duck. And then I would throw in something that I wanted her to do, like Simon says, take off your socks and put them in the laundry. By interspersing between things I knew she would love and things I wanted her to do, she, Simon says, her way right into the bath and loved every minute of it. No tantrums. Heck, I even enjoyed it. We laughed and giggled and actually enjoyed an activity I typically dreaded. This actually continued for weeks breaking our horrible phase of nighttime tantrums. My theory was proven. Making life more fun is, well, more fun. Who'd have thunk it, right? I heard this really good analogy once that life is like music. When a song you love comes on the radio, you aren't waiting for it to be over. For example, as soon as your favorite Ariana Grande song comes on, you're not like, oh my God, I love this song. I can't wait for it to be over. No, you're loving every beat and every note. You love the chorus and the bridge and all the other parts of the song that I don't know the names of. (laughs) There's not one part of the song that's better than another part of the song, unless it's like that Motown Philly song by Boys to Men where they get to that harmonizing part. (laughs) I really love that part. But you get what I'm saying, right? It's the ups and the downs of the notes. It's the highs and lows. And that's exactly how we should be thinking about life. We're not just waiting for it to be over. 
waiting for bath time to be over, waiting for bedtime to be over, or waiting for just one great thing to happen. If we were, then life would be pointless. Once you achieved that one high you were looking for, or if we were just waiting for the end, can you imagine if we were just waiting for the end of life? No. God, the universe, angels, spirit, whatever you identify with, created this life for us to enjoy it. Can you even imagine enjoying your life? (laughs) To make the most out of every moment, even if it's not our favorite moment, like when our child is throwing a tantrum. In my favorite book that I always quote, and I just would encourage you to go and read it, Conversations with God, it says, know and understand that there will be challenges and difficult times. Don't try to avoid them. Welcome them, gratefully. Seek to see no one and nothing as the enemy or even the problem. Cultivate the technique of seeing all problems as opportunities. Opportunities to be and decide who you really are. This is so poignant in parenting because if you're like me as a mom, I think we're so hard on ourselves when we do lose our cool with our kids. We lay awake at night, or at least I do, scolding ourselves for our impatience and wishing we would have handled the situation differently. But we need to give ourselves grace and remember that if we're laying awake thinking about it, it's just another opportunity to choose a different action next time when it happens, because ultimately we know that it will as moms, right? And I also want to point out here that I realize that not everything can be fun, right? And kids are going to get upset and some days are going to be harder than other days, but we get to decide over and over again who we want to be each and every day. It's not a one-shot deal. We are works in progress as parents, as friends, as coworkers, and employees. When we're trying to celebrate in those times of hardship and we're trying to make a not-so-great situation more fun then we're going to have more success when it comes to manifesting the things that we want in every aspect of our life, right? Because as you know, the universe will give you more things to feel good about because of the law of attraction. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you need to go listen to my first podcast, which is all about what is the law of vibration? What do people mean when they say raise your vibration? Well, this talks all about it. So if you haven't listened, go back. But the gist is that when you're already celebrating your life and feeling good, the universe or God will send you things that are a vibrational match, which means more of the things that you want in life. So if you're trying to manifest something right now, maybe it's better health, maybe it's in your career, maybe it's in your financial life or in your relationships, we need to look around our lives and ask ourselves, what are we dreading? What are we rushing through? What are things and areas in our lives that we can start to have more fun with? And that's why I know that kids are the real manifestation experts. We need to look at our children as the example of how easy and fun life can be because of the simple things. As adults, we take things so freaking seriously, don't we? I know I am guilty of this fact. So my suggestion to you and what I learned from going through this particular life lesson is 
We need to celebrate our life, but it goes beyond getting through or avoiding tantrums or arguments with our kids. We need to take more time to celebrate the everyday, the magic in the mundane, the extraordinary in the ordinary. If you're the kind of person who doesn't celebrate your birthday because you don't want to make it a big deal or you hate your birthday because it means you're another year older, you know, this year, take a different route. Decide that you're going to celebrate that day because living another day, living another year is such a gift. You know, when you have a great day at work or when someone compliments your work or your outfit or your attitude, celebrate it. Write it down. Tell your partner. Call a friend. If you've seen my Instagram stories, you know that I like to write down one thing to celebrate each day. And by the end of the week, I can look back and be so proud of myself for the accomplishments of that week. Sometimes it's just a little, you know, you recorded this podcast. (laughs) To me, that's a big accomplishment. Or maybe it's you got through the night with your toddler and she didn't throw a tantrum. Maybe it's that you called a friend today. You made time to call a friend. Maybe it's that you had a great meeting with your boss. Whatever it is, big or small, we need to start celebrating the small wins. Let's not wait until the end of the song to enjoy our lives or to that one moment in the Boys to Men song. to enjoy the song, right? We need to enjoy our lives every day. So let's celebrate every day, the little things, the big things, and everything in between. That's it for this week, guys. Remember, it helps me so, so much if you rate and review this and share it with your friends. Share a screenshot of the podcast on social media so we can help this world be more positive. There is a lot of negativity out there right now, and I know this and I don't even watch the news. So let's share this positivity and spread it around so we can make an impact together and celebrate our lives. Talk to you guys soon.